the goal for me is I want to give the tools and the, you know, my experiences and the support systems have that in place so that you can actually have a fighting chance yeah. and an easier shortcut to get to where you're, you're in a position where you're making good money and you're, you're establishing a career for yourself. Um, so I think that that's, Well, hey gang, it's Ryan Surratt, your host of Agent X Factor Podcast, and I am super pumped up today because we have the infamous and uh, informative David Kurtz. David, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I am. Uh, I'm wonderful. And I'm... Infamous. Man, that's that's cool. I've never yeah, been yeah. called that before. That's, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're the first guest that I've had on that owns their own a real estate company that's a broker and owner of a company. And so that's kind of exciting. So yeah. we can talk a little bit about that. But sure. let, me, let me ask this first, uh, what got you into doing real estate? Uh, it was by necessity because I was unemployed. <laughs> and so like yeah. I, I was working in a corporate job in Dallas uh, for about three and a half years. I was absolutely miserable. And, you know, just a little cubicle, you know, I mean, sure. It just wasn't the right fit for me. I quit my job and I traveled. I went solo backpacking through Central and South America wow. until I ran out of money. And then I moved in, you know, I came back and moved in with my parents and a little discouraged because I was having a hard time finding a job. But I had gotten my real estate license maybe a year prior and I just hadn't used it. So I was like, well, I'll see if I like doing real estate. My dad is a custom home builder. Um, has been here for about 30 years now. <clears throat> and um, so just kind of dipped my toe into it. And it's slow starting at first, you know, it wasn't like I went out there and just sold a ton of houses. But, you know, the more I got comfortable in my role, and um, it, it it started panning out really good. And I, I really found that I enjoyed it. So that's awesome. And now you own Dwell Real Estate. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, now how long has Dwell been in, been active or been in business uh we opened in january 2020 and so that was like just a month or two before covid and yeah. i remember i built our office and got all the supplies and everything ready to go i was you know really uh excited to get it going and then covid hit and i thought i just made the absolute <laughs> biggest mistake of my life and uh you know, nobody was buying and it was really hard to even recruit agents when you can't go anywhere. Sure. So, um, so yeah, we were just kind of a little bit out the gate, a little bit, it was a little concerning, but then the momentum kind of started picking up. And so we've been in business now for about three and a half years. And in that time, um, we've, you know, in increased uh, exponentially number of agents and sales volume and got a really great culture and company feel here. So it's been an exciting journey just in the short amount of time that we've been open. So, yeah, I mean, you went from like being the new kid on the block to like the most popular real estate group in town. I mean, you were voted that. And yeah. so, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, 
Peggy. Yeah, and so so I got to ask. So uh, how that you do have? I mean, Dwell has this neat kind of. Well, you know, like you know, there's that cool kid, uh, you know, <laughs> in high cool school kid. that everyone wants to be like. And, be <laughs> with. and you guys are like that. You're like the cool kid. And so, how did you create a culture that's because um, it is unique? Uh, you got yeah. some great marketing, uh, but it's a really just high end. Uh, culture though not just working with high-end clients but it's a high-end culture i would say well and i mean i think that just speaks to who who you're hiring on sure as a broker you know this isn't an office where everybody that just walks in off the streets gonna work here you know we we do have a pretty um you know intensive interview process and selection process it's nothing to be you know uh intimidated by it's just you know we want to make sure that if you come and work here, this is going to be your first and foremost uh, priority to sell real estate. You know, you get a lot of people that are one foot in, one foot out, maybe have a part-time job, maybe. But the goal for me is I want to give the tools and the, you know, my experiences and the support systems have that in place so that you can actually have a fighting chance yeah. and an easier shortcut to get to where you're you're in a position where you're making good money and you're you're establishing a career for yourself um so i think that that's the end end result of what you see but then there's also the attraction piece of it and i think that's entirely rooted in brand and i mean i think that there was just a need for something that felt a little bit more updated a little bit more modern um and and noticeable too i mean everything was kind of thought out from our color scheme to the logo to the uh the website the business i mean every little detail was meant to be noticeable so that if you're in a neighborhood and you see one of our signs from the other side of the block yeah. you know that's dwell realty and um so i think that if if i was to tell you the the top three things that kind of you know separate us it'd be brand culture and communication with management um you know, and I think that those are when people are making moves from other offices or they're just starting in their career. Those are pretty much the top three things that I hear all the time. You, you want to be recognizable. You want to be aligned with um, really good agents. You also want to have a culture of people that are genuinely friends and it's organic growth. It's not we're just sticking a bunch of, you know, people just for the sake of plugging them in and we're, we're active in the community and our sponsorships and our, our group events. And then it's communication with management. I mean, that's, that's your broker, that's your team lead, that's your uh, mentor. So we do a lot of um, mentor roles. So it's all designed to where you come in and you know what you're doing from the first day. There's Mm -hmm. not like, okay, congratulations, real estate license. See you later. And, um, you know, we, we've built out an onboarding process to where you come in and every day there is something that we're working towards, um, and, you know, trying to sharpen some skills early on out the gate. So, you know, that's, uh, that's a long winded answer. So no, no, that's good though. No, that, that's, <laughs> you know, so I love that you talk about those three things though, that's your brand. Cause that really does separate you from, from a lot of other, you know, um, locally owned real estate companies i would say and then the culture is definitely different when you walk in the front door you, you just feel it and then yeah. that communication that that is interesting so and and i don't know this coming from the lending side so 
is that something that a lot of agents don't have, I guess, open communication or, uh, with management? Is that so that's kind of a stumbling block for many? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. It's the, um, you know, I mean, it, it can go either way. I mean, it can go, you're with a, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but yeah. you, 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 a really, really big office and you're sure. going to get lost in the sauce. You're, yeah. your, your, your broker may not even live here. They might live in Dallas, you know, and I think that people, when they're getting licensed, they're not taking the time to investigate, like, is, is the broker available to help me if I have an issue? Sure. Are they local? You know, um, and then and then also segmenting that to where you have that immediate point of contact, right? So that's your right. mentor, and then you have your 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 team leads, and then you have your 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 um, your broker that's available. So you know, I just want to make sure that that people feel like um, they're being communicated with and helped along because. A lot of a lot of people this year, especially, are um, you know it's a tough year. You yeah. know, when sales have compressed, the market's compressed twenty to thirty percent. Yeah, um, compared to the last year. two years. What's that? It's a work year. We're calling it a work year. So it's uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, it's but but it, it's important to uh, establish everybody's goals early on out the gate so that you can communicate to that and um, just really be there for assistance because. I'm shocked by the amount of people that don't feel like they really have anybody they can reach out to if they have a question or an issue that comes oh. up. Wow. Well, that that is great and, and that you have that. Uh, what I was really impressed with what you just said is that communication with management, but then you also said that like day one, there is an onboarding process. There's a plan of action. There's what you're going to do. You're just not um, thrown out. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. your license great. You're now with a broker, wonderful. Now just, you know, go find a deal. And so, yeah, and it's not even just getting thrown out. I think what happens is there's all this, Oh, come join us. We're great. This is an awesome company. And it's all rah, 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 fun, fun. And then it's like the radio, the, the radio goes click. And then it's radio silence huh. the second you hang your license. In a lot of cases, I feel yeah. that that, that happens to folks, but what we want to establish is, you know, people want to feel like they're going to work, you know, like, and it's like, okay, 9am, here you go. This is, this is what we're doing right at the beginning of the day through the end. And just, and really we use that time to, to establish like, you know, their, their, their technical skills of how they're going to approach offers and listing presentations, as well as their systems and their technologies and everything that they're going to have to use to be an effective agent. Like, let's get that taken care of right out the gate. There's no need to wait for that. So huh. that's really, uh, that's incredible, actually. So let me ask this question, kind of shifting, because that's really helpful and actually kind of tease us up. So what do you see? What are some of the, the characteristics, traits? I mean, you're a very successful agent. You're a top agent and you're also a broker owner. And so what do you see with yourself, agents in your office, agents in other companies, that make them successful, that make them effective, that makes them grow their business? Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, um, (laughs) there's a lot of ways that you can be successful. I mean, there's people that are really great relationship-based clients and sphere of influence. And um, I think for myself, and then there's people that are good at converting leads. There's people that are good at, you know, getting 
people from open houses or for sale by owners or whatever, you know, I think what makes a successful agent in this market is being able to track and measure what you're doing because mm. um, you need to know like, okay, the, yeah, I'm not a good, I'm not good at making cold calls. I'm just not good at it, but I had four open houses this month and I brought in a buyer so, you know, okay, so now we can start doing some math, you know, okay, so the average price point is 325000 in our market, and you do four open houses a month, that's going to be, um, you know, one new buyer opportunity a month, so that's 12 closings. So, so what I want to do, instead of, instead of just kind of throwing it all out there in different directions, I want to identify and my agents, what are the top four lead pillars or ways that you're getting business that are working for you? Because we don't want to run the plays that don't work. We want to find, okay, you're, so-and-so is an expert at calling expires. Well, we need to, I, you're not going to know that unless you're tracking and measuring it. And you can come back to that and you can work on refining those skills. So, I mean, that's sort of the cerebral way to look at it. But I also think success in real estate is a numbers game and um, the amount of conversations that you're having and the quality of conversations that you're having is absolutely crucial. Um, and most agents quit after the first time they pick up the phone. So the secrets in the follow up, the more you can continue to reach out. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're selling uh anything really i mean you you you, you can't nothing's going to happen on the first or second try uh, all the statistics point to six seven you know tries to get that initial conversation and then knowing what to say when you do have a conversation i mean i i trained the new agents a lot that it's like you real estate is so cool because nobody's going up to a life insurance guy and saying how's the life insurance market this month you know but I will get asked 10 times this week, how's the real estate market huh. without even ever having to say a single thing. Yeah. And, you know, so I tell the, the, the new agents, I'm saying, you know, well, respond to them by saying, well, that depends. Are you looking to buy, sell or invest? Let's like open that conversation up more than just oh, the real estate market's good. Yeah. Because I feel like people miss, you know, a lot of opportunities to, actually connect with a client well you know my mom was thinking about maybe selling but i don't know she's so i, I was just kind of curious or hmm. you know or i don't know i mean i've thought about it but interest rates are so bad right now well, well what are you waiting for interest rates to come down to like what's that number right but good line it, every uh, like literally every day there is an opportunity to to work with somebody in real estate and um so yeah i'm Am I getting like way off track? No, no, this is good. This is good. You made, you made a comment that um, the, uh, you know, someone says, how's the real estate market doing? It's so interesting because they do say that they don't do that with life insurance. They, they don't even do that with the mortgage guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That. That's true. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever listened to or um, listened to any of these trainings from Jim Rohn, who kind of an older uh, success guru uh, in yesteryear. But one thing that he always said to respond when people say like, how's business? He always said, you know, whether it's a good or bad, the answer was unbelievable. I mean, whether it's good <laughs> or bad, it's good. unbelievable. 
and it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, and and that's true. Right now, the market is is unbelievable. But <laughs> I, I think you make a great point, and really, uh, you you have to kind of a good aha for me for for an agent would be to track and measure what you're doing, so that knowing your numbers and knowing what works. Uh, yeah, that twenty eighty twenty rule. Focus on the um, you know whatever is giving you eighty percent of your business, probably twenty percent of your activity. And uh, know the numbers, have good quality conversations, continue to be consistent. Yeah, there there are veteran agents that have made a career off of just on their business cards. It's like uh, the best thing you can do is give me a referral and they just operate off referral business. And that's all they, that's all they have to do. Sure. That's all they need to do because that's what they're good at. Huh. But, you know, I mean, it's just so it's yeah, it's just identifying, you know, what you're good at, I think, is a really big a really big component of, of how I see, you know, some agents don't get the lift off that maybe yeah. some other agents do, and then they get frustrated, but it's because you're not going back to the drawing board and, and, and looking at what's working and what's not. So. Sure. No, I like that. that. That's good. And that kind of helps again, segue into another question I was going to ask you is, you know, talking about your personal production as an agent and serving clients on the buy side and the sell side, you know, what really separates you from other agents, what would you say? I mean, I think for me, it's just, it's, it's in the way that I market. Yeah. Um, you know, it's in the way that our team operates, um, you know, and, you know, I just kind of, I, I'm just great communicator. I'm great at, you know, keeping up with keeping a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah. And, um, I agree. You know, so, so, I mean, for me, personal production wise, um, it's it's about loving on the people that have helped me out in the past and and kind of helped giving me that start. So I'm real big on, you know, I want to keep in touch with the people that I've worked with um, and, you know, just, you know, and, and be an educator as well. Sure. Of what the market's doing other than I, I'm not always out there. I'm not just looking for a sale. I'm I'm trying to tell people what I think the interest rates are going to potentially be doing yeah. at the end of this year and into next year. And, right. oh, your appraisal district bill came in high. Well, what do you think about that? Should I run some numbers so you can go contest your appraisal? Mm. So, you know, just uh, it, I always think service call, not sales call. If I'm reaching out to somebody like how how can I help you? And then, you know, and I, I think that agents kind of get into that because it's a commission-based industry, you're always worried about the next thing that's going to happen. So sometimes agents can come across as pushy, but you know, what, what we're, what I want to do is I want to organically have that conversation come up, you know? So, yeah. Hey, how's that appraisal bill? What did you think about that this year? Oh my gosh, it's so high. <laughs> and you know what? I'm actually, you know, and then we'll we'll go through the whole thing, and then maybe they just decide. Well, I'm glad you called because I, I might just relocate, you know. And that actually just happened. So really, wow, wow, yeah. Wow. That, they're, they're, I mean, they're going to move for another job. But, yeah. You know. But it, if I hadn't called them, who knows? You know. Sure. So yeah. If, if I'm not talking with my past clients, then another agent is because one thing about um, this industry is everybody knows three or four people that are in, huh. in real estate. <laughs> that's you know, true. There's a million of them. So somebody's talking to your people. That's a, that's a good point that you said. And I think that's an aha as well to, for an agent to take note of would be not a, uh, make it a service call, not a sales call, how you can, yeah. serve, how you can serve. I, I like that. That's good. So let me ask this as we're getting close to kind of our time, 
what as a leader of your organization, kind of go back to that, what are you known for with your agents? Kind of what do they say as they're talking to other agents, maybe to promote Dwell and you, what are you known for there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, because because they don't tell me. So sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that I'm just um, I think that I take a genuine interest in their yeah. uh, career trajectory um, and that's when I'm interviewing, when I'm talking to people where they're thinking about coming on here, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm going to take an active interest in your development and, and your career. So, um, you know, if other brokers aren't actually talking with you about how we're going to get you there, sure. then I think there's a problem there. So um, I, it, I don't know what to liken it to, but I mean, you know, I I hate it whenever they're not having a successful year, but I celebrate in their wins and I'm truly behind everybody that's in this office. Like I'm truly thinking of ways that I can, you know, provide tools or like, you know, I, I get drawn to flashy new things all the time. Like, oh, we yeah. could get this and it'd really help out the agents. Oh, I get, but I think that it's just, I it comes from a good place where I just, sure. I really want to be able to put the agents here in a position where they can succeed and they know that I'm somebody that I that they can talk to, and I'm, you know, I'm open minded to pretty much any anything they want to talk about. So I'm not gonna. I've I've been around the block, you know. So you know, one thing that I've noticed, <laughs> maybe that you're known for, is having a heart for your agent success. I mean, that that's really that's that's yeah. what I mean, and that's... wanting their success, uh, maybe even more so than your personal success. So, I love it. Yeah. I love I love seeing people do well and. Yeah, I mean, there's there are times where I am definitely not the top producer in this office. And that's a good thing because I think sure. a lot of team leaders want to suppress, you know, the agents yeah. to elevate their their, you know, and, and you see that sometimes and sure. um, just the, the broader market, you know. Yeah. But for me personally, man, I'm only competing with myself in terms of production. I set my goals. I know where I want to be at the end of the year. And if somebody is is really doing well and, and just kicking butt, I'm like, how are you doing? What are you doing? And I yeah. think that because I'm like that, maybe that kind of bleeds into the culture because, you know, I think collaboratively, we're all giving each other ideas of like, hey, what was that mailing campaign that you just did that worked? I want to do that. Or I want to copy what you did on your on your intro for your sales call. Or I want to, you know, like sure. what's working for you? Why are you having all that? Like what's going on? And um, I think that like active communications kind of kind of helps build everybody up, you know. So. That's phenomenal. Well, let me. I got two more questions I wanted to ask. So for the the first one, any favorite transactions or memorable transactions that you, that you've had that really just stand out? I, I would say, like if I had my top five, they have nothing to do with the dollar amount. Yeah, it's always the you know for me, it's like that that guy I got a call from and they were kind of a low chance of even getting qualified for a loan. And they want to look on a Saturday and I was kind of like begrudgingly like, <laughs> okay, I'll go show this, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but never bought, you know, those people that just never bought a house before, maybe yeah. other agents have written them off. And then uh, there's one particular instance where we lost out because they were FHA and it was in that super high uh, fast paced market. So we yeah. just weren't winning anything. And I just so happened to see the sign go out and it wasn't on the market yet. And I had a relationship with that agent. So I called and I worked it out before it went on the market huh. and just the sweetest family and they got a house and 
I know that they're raising their family there and that's, that's cool because it's the, I think a scenario like that where, you know, um, you know, they, they probably thought it was out of reach and now they're there. And that's like the tagline in our, in our, um, uh, in our marketing and our kind of our letterhead is you've arrived, mm. you know, with the, it's, it's also tying into the location yeah. market with the branding, but, but it's like, you're, you've arrived, you're a homeowner. We've, we've helped you get there. And for people that have never, you know, even dreamed of owning a home, that's, what's fun. It's never the, I mean, it's cool to sell like a $1.8 million house. That's really sure. cool. And that's yeah. fun too. Yeah. But the ones that really strike a chord with me are the people that like, are just so genuinely grateful yeah. that you took the time to help them and maybe other people were not able willing to take the time to help them. And, you know, and they and, and those are the people that are going to tell everybody about you right. because, yeah. you know, you kind of help them overcome a scenario that they thought was impossible. So yeah, it's, that's, that's the rewarding part. That's what keeps you coming back. And I love it. That's, that just shows your heart. I mean, that's, that's great. Yeah, the one point eight million dollar deals—they're pretty good, but helping—it's uh, cool. I mean, that's fun things, too. Yeah. But like, but no, nothing's cooler than just the 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 life-altering change. Sure. Somebody that you know never thought they'd own a home, and now they do, and yeah. they're—you you can just tell they're so happy. So you know, anybody probably could help the one point eight million dollar buyer, but <laughs> someone that's buying a hundred and fifty thousand dollar first time yeah. home—you know, maybe not. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I have a heart. I, that that's where my heart is, you know. Awesome. So. Well, well, you've given me some fantastic nuggets that I love. <laughs> uh, track and measure, you know, kind of know what you're really good at. Uh, be consistent. Uh, service calls over sales calls. You know, David, what else is there? Anything else that you'd want to add? Maybe something you would give a a new agent just starting out that would be great advice for them. Um, I mean, be coachable. You know, mm -hmm. like listen to the people that have been doing this a long time um, or, or you're going to burn out and you're you're not going to really effectively get and you're not going to make a good impact out the gate. So, um, you know, being being coachable, making making as many opportunities as you can. I mean, I tell people have your business card with you at all times at like at all, like you need to be handing out your business cards holding as many open houses. I'd do an open house every day if I was a new agent. Huh. I know that sounds that's silly. Good. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, no, I know it sounds silly, but what, what does it matter? I mean, it's 11 to one. You're not going to have a whole lot going on as a, as a new agent, but I mean, you do it. People show up to these things. I do brokers open houses during the week. And sometimes just somebody will just walk. I, I picked up a really good buyer, hmm. uh, just a Wednesday lunchtime open house that was intended for real estate agents, huh. but somebody just came in. So Huh. I'm, I'm like there, there. I think that the the hard part is with a new agent is they don't really know what to spend their time doing throughout the week, and that's another thing that I tell new agents is we got to establish like a time blocking schedule. Yeah, and even agents that have been doing this a long time because you need to have some boundaries and be able to dictate your own schedule. You you cannot overlook your your prospecting time and whether that's in the mornings there's a time block for that there's two hours for that you should be setting your appointments in a in a in a block of time yeah you should be um you know if you're social media maybe take one day out of the week to do all of your posts and then 
drip them out over the following week rather than like, okay, I got to do a post now. Okay. I got, you know, cut out the shifting gear stuff and um, keep your, keep your lunches open for sphere, sphere of influence appointments, you know, get in front of people. I, I'd say take, take three or four people a week for coffee and just, just get to know them. Don't be scared to ask for the business, but you know, you're, you're making your introduction like, hi, I'm so-and-so I just got in real estate. I'm holding open houses every day. I am making my calls. I'm reaching out to people on Facebook. I'm handing out business cards everywhere. So yeah, you, you have to, and in a lot of ways you have to have a marketing mindset, you know, already in place whenever you're a new agent and you're getting started because, because nobody is going to walk up to you and give you business. It's, is it an HGTV? Huh. That is, uh, <laughs> goodness, brother, that is gold. I mean, that is, uh, that is phenomenal. Hey, David, if someone wanted to reach out to you, what's the best yeah. way? Whether they're a, they're a, maybe a client looking to buy or sell, or they, they're a real estate agent. They're looking maybe to connect more with you. What's the best way? Well, I mean, they can give me a call. They <laughs> You just Google but, you, they'll find you too. Or, or they can, you know, we've got a great, we've got great resources on our website, dwelleastexas.com. Um, we've got, you know, our Facebook page, we've got a YouTube page. Um, so really any, any medium that anybody ever wants to reach out, um, always available to, to talk. So Phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal guy. I tell you what, anyone that's listening, agent or, or client, David is a fantastic guy to connect with, knows the stuff. I've ran out of room on my page to have taking notes oh, of all my nuggets. <laughs> and, you know, so this is good. All the nuggets. I, uh, this is one. Thank you, David, for being a part yeah. of this. I really appreciate it. And uh, for our listeners, thanks for listening to Agent X Podcast. We'll catch you next time as we talk to a top real estate agent in the East Texas market.